Oh, damn. Okay. Fancy pants, fancy pants zoom. Um, I was just going to say that whenever somebody says that you look tired, I feel like they, they, I don't know if they ever, they probably mean it in a nice way, but it just it never comes off in a nice way. No, they're saying you look like shit. Yeah, essentially. That's what, so yes, when the lady, that's where I was like, I hit a low point in my life today. Maybe not a low point, but like the over-encompassing stress of my life really hit its peak when the lady waxing my vagina looked at me and said, you look really tired today. Literally mid-wax. Mid and I was like, you know what? This is my life. Like, this is literally my life right now. And you're saying it reminds, it feels like Broad City. I didn't like Broad City. It totally reminds me of, like, something that would happen in, like, a Sex in the City episode. Maybe not to, like, um, really just to, like, carry. That's what it reminded me of for Yeah, me. yeah, I could see that. Fully see that as well. I just, like, lifted my head up and I was like, thank you. I'm, I am tired, yes. Maybe you. she was she was trying to distract you from the fact that she was, like, ripping all the little hairs out of your body and that was the best way to do it by just completely- Honestly, you're right, because it did hurt more than the actual thing. <laughs> but she did my eyebrows and I feel like a new human. And, oh, I felt so happy to be with Amazing. her. Hey, what up, though? <laughs> okay. Uh, so hi, good to see you. We're back again. We are back for hi. the fourth time. Yay! We're doing it. We're back and bigger and more tired than ever. Yeah. Uh, well, according to my waxing lady. But uh, I want to hear first off. I know you weren't home for an exciting reason, but I know there was a lot going on while you were home because you weren't. It wasn't even that long ago it feels like now no I feel like life has started to move and uh it just it kind of just you know when things happen at last minute and you just kind of have to like go with it and then yeah. like I feel like I haven't been able to like catch up even since I got back to Los Angeles uh yes. for I, I'm fine talking about this on the show as well because I wasn't it's not like a super private thing and I was posting yeah, about yeah. it on social media but um, so my my nonna passed away uh, so at sorry. the age of ninety eight. So <laughs> she had a she would have been ninety nine in October. Wow. Uh, she is my father was my father's mother, and she lived with us and helped raise my sister and mm -hmm. I through most of our life. Um, it was oh, her. And my I remember that base. I remember yeah. that basement quite well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And uh, anytime my friends had to come over, they would always have to say hi. They'd be like, go say hi to Nonna. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and she'd be like, why are these children in my house? Um, but in Italian. So it was even funnier. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so a couple weeks ago, it was, I believe, June 18th, around that time, yep. my yep. sister called me and told me that she, my grandmother has had dementia for like the past 10 years. So yeah wow um, has it been it was that long 10 years yeah I feel like it was only like in my brain I was like oh dang like she I I mean I knew when she when she was diagnosed I remember you telling us but it doesn't feel like that long ago right yeah it doesn't like but that's how long she's been in uh in the Bensonhurst uh center I don't know what it's called but it is in Bensonhurst it's right off of uh it was a great nursing home honestly like she'd been there for 10 years they took very good care of her in fact, last year we were joking, she got COVID and she was totally fine and she recovered. And we were joking about after that being like, this, this bitch is going to live forever. Um, yep. 
but um she uh my mom had, uh, my sister and my mom had called me and they were just like hey like she has double pneumonia all of a sudden uh which i guess happens you know when you're at that age like and you get sick like it's not yeah you know so i was like oh no like to the point where they were like this might actually like kind of be it so they're like i don't know when you want to come if you want to come just for the funeral and i'm like well if she's still alive then I'm yeah. gonna try and I'm gonna try and get there. Yeah, so I li- yeah. I was actually supposed to go away with my girlfriend, and I ended up instead t- buying a different flight. And I flew to New York the next day, went literally from the airport to the nursing home, and wow. uh, and I saw her, and she, I made it, and I'm very grateful for that. And yep. she opened her eyes when she saw me. And she hasn't been able really to speak or identify people, I think, for quite yeah. some time. But I swear yeah. she knew. She oh, knew, yeah. She knew it was me because she was so animated. My sister met me at the at the nursing home when I landed. And uh, she even even Michelle said she was just like she knew like she knew like she was very animated when I came in the yeah. room. Yeah right uh and then she started doing this weird like thing with her hands like like this a lot like yeah i don't know it was like almost like just like almost like making almost, the sign of the cross i was on gonna her say forehead. like yeah i don't know what that was about but i don't know my aunt was saying that she used to do that when she would see her son my uncle that passed away a couple of years back and i was like all right now we're now we're leaning into like ghost story territory yeah. here but <laughs> but I was um, gonna say, but they do say my mom swears that that is like they're seeing stuff that like you and I in the room are just not seeing so that doesn't yeah. surprise me I mean it fascinates me my sister and I we stayed there with her for a while um and then yeah and then she honestly lived for about another like five days after that wow. um and then yeah I stayed for the funeral and the wake and like uh, I think I got cried more like just seeing her when she was still alive yeah. versus when like I was actually at the funeral um, because yeah. it was kind of then it was like oh thank god she's like finally at like peace you know peace. it was kind of a of relief yeah. um, but uh, yeah and so I was in I was in Brooklyn for three days with my sister I stayed at my sister's place and then I went to Jersey which I love my parents but I hate New Jersey well I shouldn't say that that's not nice Heard I mean that. like I'm I mean, I mean, like, I don't like being like in the middle of like where they are now. It's just very like, it's very like, you know, des- there's not a lot of stuff around. There's not much for yeah. me to do. You're kind of just there. Um, yeah. That's what I mean. No shade. I'm trying not trying not to throw shade. <laughs> um, but, but I also and- I do feel like when you were in Brooklyn, though, you were having so much more like not like more of like the memories and the nostalgia and it all was. that stuff so then to just go right to new jersey <laughs> where there's literally nothing there for you in terms of sentimental right. value or any yes that, yeah it's gonna suck that's that's more of the vibe it was uh but yeah so uh and i definitely was having my little sentimental moments as i was texting you and Kristen the whole mm. time that i was there but uh and that was that was great and that made me feel good and you know just seeing like i said seeing my grandmother before she actually passed the fact that I made it was great Um, and I know and I always talked about this before uh about like the dream thing and death that Italians do yep okay so I was dreaming every night that week and I was like I wasn't seeing any of my relatives so I'm just like okay unless somebody calls and says somebody had a dream with somebody who's dead all dressed up 
Like, I think she's, she's gonna, she's gonna make it for now. Like when I was like on the way to New York and I was thinking yeah. I was going to make it. Um, and when she passed, my cousin said that the night before she had a dream and my cousin is the daughter of my grandmother's sister. So it's my grandmother's okay. niece. Niece. Yeah. So she had a dream that she saw her parents, my grandmother's sister and her husband who are for quite some time. Uh, She saw them all dressed up together. And she says, I never see them together in my dream. Like they don't usually don't both come together. And I was like joking around because I have to. And I was like, so when, when my grandmother's sister died, my grandmother already was like, already had dementia. So we didn't like tell her that yeah. her sister passed because she wouldn't have like been able to like properly like register at that point yeah yeah so I'm like I'm imagining her like getting ready to go like from this world and she sees her sister and her sister's husband and she's like what the hell are you doing here you doing like she just doesn't understand why they're here because she didn't know they died right like, well, she knew the right. husband the husband died but like she didn't know her sister died so I was like she's definitely seeing her sister there and being like what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> that is anyway. so funny. That's anyway, amazing. But yeah, so I was home. Now I'm back. And then I came back like right before 4th of July weekend. And then we had people come stay with us. Uh, some friends of uh, Janelle's. And that was a lot of fun. But it was just like. Oh, it's great. You, you know, it was, it's just like, you know, when things happen, it's just one right after another. I haven't. Yep. This is like the first weekend, actually, that I've had like time to just be like okay like time to get like my life back on track yeah yeah or even just to be with yourself and your thoughts it seems like even just for like five first because first of all we know anytime anything occurs I don't care if it's a wedding a funeral anything with Italian families in general you can't ever be alone with your thoughts even when you're in a room by yourself because they're so fucking loud and there's always so much going on like I feel like I feel like actually Jimmy has has said this to me before in terms of like when we're around my family He's like, you're, you will have three different conversations. Like I'll talk, I'll say something to my mom, then I'll say something to Jimmy, but I don't stop. Like I, I, I will stop mid sentence and stop my thought because my brain is already on the next conversation. He's like, Whoa, come back here. And I'm like, so even when it's just like him and I in the room, or it's just me in the room, like my brain is in those four other conversations. So yeah, this is probably the first time that you're even just like the, the calm, the calm is like here. I feel yeah. like it is so, so chaotic, like, but I'm glad you at least got to go home. Like, what did you do in Brooklyn? Not much, honestly. I, uh, I don't like, as I've said multiple times, we know I don't like air travel. So me having to do last minute air travel was not yeah. a cute look for my stress levels. <laughs> um, I will say I'm, I'm like low key digging this vibe you got going on today though like I don't know like the arm the chain the fit the hair it's like it's actually like doing something for me I'm like low-key a little attracted to you right now oh shit oh I am I am liking this look okay great great you guys heard it here first uh we're we're moving into another level of the friendship here (laughs) really really feeling it glad I I am (laughs) I'm I'm digging this listen you Great. won't ever find somebody more than me who tells you this this sexuality shit at spectrum, but I'm taking this look right now. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, that boosted oh, my day. Um, well, yay. It did. Um, I do have to, I feel like, remember, so 
I told you about my waxing lady this morning, but when another sex in the city, like what is my life moment that occurred when you were talking about your grandmother's funeral. It's so weird that like, you ever notice how things universally kind of happen together? Like there's like patterns or some yeah. sort. So, right. Like, like um, your grandmother, my, my cousin's grandmother. So she was my grandmother's first cousin. Uh, all passed within like the week of each other. But right. also me and Kristen lost our grandmothers like within the same year of each other. So it's like, there's always like these patterns, but yeah. So, and then, so after you and my cousin's grandmother, Jimmy's grandmother actually passed, like it was literally oh, all shit. within three weeks and it's all grandmothers. And I'm like, it's so weird how this like pattern keeps coming up, like literally all within like a same time from each other. Like you, the three of the three of yours. And then I always hate saying that because they always say, Ooh, it comes in threes. And threes. I'm like, Ooh, I don't like that. I don't like that because it like, it, makes my skin crawl, but it's yeah. true, but it makes my skin crawl. Um, but at his grandmother's, it's not funny, but I was like, okay, this again is like, a, what the fuck is my life? Uh, he doesn't really talk to like uh, his dad, like there's not a whole lot of family there, but his dad's side of the family, uh, his dad is like a sister, but they literally like don't ever talk. And sister is married to this man that I've heard lots of things about that he they're like oh he's an interesting character he's an interesting character this man took a very strong liking to me immediately at the funeral and i was an literally i place. like it's a very interesting place to get hit on by like a 60 something year old man oh okay uh, right and that is exactly what happened and but it was so uncomfortable because i was like obviously because you're getting hit on at a funeral that's uncomfortable as it is but then also like he immediately asked Jimmy, he's like, oh, is she Italian? He's like, Jimmy's like, yes. And he's like, yeah, I, I could guess. Like, look at her skin. Like, really, like, right in front of me as if I'm not there. Yeah, but first of all, why do people say that? I, I could have guessed. No, you didn't. Because you, you asked. Could've... So you clearly but... didn't guess. Like... <laughs> but also, like, Italians look so different depending on where the region is. And I'm like, that's fucking stupid. Right. I could have been, I could have been Greek for all I, I, but... I was going to say, I often get mistaken for Greek or yes. Arabic or uh, what I've like, got, I've got out, an, here, um... out here. I get Armenian because there's a big Armenian community out here. Yep. Yep. I've gotten a Peruvian before yep. I've gotten that. Um, I once got Egyptian and I was like, I got Egyptian ones too. <laughs> Isn't, that's like such a weird I'm like I would have never thought of that one but like again so no you could not have guessed because like you said otherwise you could have or you would have um but then he found out that I was Italian and like my family speaks right like he then starts I guess his first wife was quite fluent and was actually from Italy so he knows Italian very well his children know Italian very well so he starts speaking to me in Italian and of course I know what he's you saying are, I could yeah. go back but I'm at a funeral, so I'm trying everything I can to disengage. And like, I am, I'm like, oh yeah. I'd, and what, what would fucked me was that his Jimmy's mom told him that I do know like Italian because you know she's met my parents too. Right. And so I can't pretend like I don't know what he's saying too much because he already knows I know what he's saying. And so I just start mispronouncing my words in Italian wrong, just to see like, like on just, purpose. Yes, yes. Just to like just the to, worst to, accent. Yes, yes. Like. I was like, grazie, like, you know, ah. <laughs> like, like literally there is no, like it actually, I was a little disgusted with myself. I was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, better. That's not how you pronounce that letter. Like it's, it is, uh, it was bad, but 
now I can check that off the list so much though that I texted you know Nicole bro uh she's been on the pod and she is usually the one notorious for when men hit on her in the most uncomfortable situations cringe-worthy type scenarios I texted her and I said bitch I just took the cake this is now mine and we've always joked that she's gonna write a memoir about like all her encounters and she's like she's like wait you can't take the cake I'm writing a memoir and she's like okay I'm taking the story and I'm using it now as my own in my memoir and it'll be the peak of the cringe at my conversations and I went or at the at the chapters and I was like you're welcome but yeah that is a funeral in Italian is pretty is pretty up there with the moments I would say for sure oh yes just spoke Italian to me for the rest of the time and it's like very I'm like I've never met you before this is a this is a funeral and like his wife his wife just lost her mother did oh he had his wife there not that that matters because men do shady shit like that all the time but that's even worse uh oh my god wait did anybody else at this funeral speak Italian no oh so he thought he was like now we have our own secret language Yes. yes like he thought he was like impressing me and wooing me and uh it was very he like couldn't believe like uh Jimmy and I met on a on a dating app and he couldn't believe that I had a I had to meet a man on a dating app and I was like sir it was covid I wasn't Nobody meeting has people. to it, things happen like right. but also like it was covid I wasn't going to the club like I wasn't going anywhere <laughs> I was like yeah it was a time where no people were interacting with each other and I just so happened to decide that this is when I would be ready to do right. he's he's like you should have never had to go online men should be lined up for you and I'm like we're right oh, in front of an God. altar the, the blessed mother is right in front of <sighs> us I'm very uncomfortable so but bizarre. it was very odd so I'm that was my last interaction at a a funeral but again another like what the fuck is my life moment yeah I keep having them I keep having them like now I know why content can truly write itself it's there fun it though I mean like it's fun when nothing like I mean that was like annoying and gross but mostly oh, yeah. harmless so it's fun it's always fun when you when that is the ultimate outcome of everything but oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to laugh at that story for the rest of my life yeah like it is that is hysterical like um, to get hit on at a funeral i imagine that's, that's, that's I imagine never have i ever you've uh you've probably had a decent amount of fun well i don't know have you been has yeah okay so i oh, don't yeah. know if it's it's an italian i shouldn't say it's an italian thing because it makes it sound like we're just dropping like flies we're not but it's just the fact <laughs> that like your family is so big and so you're older as the generations go by I mean I went yep. to a lot as kids though but yeah your family is so big and because everybody's so up in each other's business or tight-knit is a better word um you know that's you a nicer up, way of saying it sure. yeah you you just end up going to a lot of funerals so when we went to the wake uh my sister's fiance was like this is my first funeral I'm like what ever yeah does he not have like a a a big family no he does like but like I guess I don't know I I mean I would have to get the actual the Michelle did tell me this but I forgot like what the situation was (laughs) but I was joking around too because we had it at Ievoli where we've had like all of our that's the spot yo we're giving Ievoli like free advertising on this episode right now but I was like joking to Michelle I was like this is his first funeral I was like I think we get this one free because we filled up our punch card. 
<laughs> it's not funny, but it's true. I mean, but it's funny. Thankfully, it's been a minute since we have been there. But yeah, at one point when I was like a kid, I felt like, you know, cause my grandmother had se- she had seven siblings. I think she was like originally one of 11 or something like that. Oh, damn. We found this out, like just looking at like old birth records and stuff like, you know, you wow. go into photos and things and you know uh just like a bunch of different stuff but I think originally she was one of 11 but I think her mother might have lost like children in like after they were born or something like that or yeah like yeah right which was not uncommon but also damn and then two of her brothers died during world war ii um wow and then the I think a couple stayed in Italy and then some the rest came here when they came here. It was crazy. Anyway, so what, my point being of this is that when her brother, like I remember her brother passed away, my grandfather, her husband passed away when I was seven, like, yeah. and then her brother passed away and then like, God, and then 9-11 happened and we lost our, my cousin and like, it's just like, right, constant, yeah. it was like nonstop. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that was mostly where the, um. The punch card joke. The punch card came from. No, but it's it's so true. I do feel like as a kid, like especially like once, honestly, like probably like two thousand and one, like right after nine eleven, it was like every year, like I was like at a funeral of some sort. It wasn't like people I didn't know. Like it was close family members. So that is weird when you. I feel like meeting people well into like their late twenties or their early thirties or something like that who have never been to a funeral. It feels like almost like they're like they're rare you know what I mean but also yeah. like I would argue that like they don't I like this oh my god this is such a cliche but like they don't really make people like our grandparents anymore you know what I mean like like no. we are they're they're so rare and so like the families they have built and those those like family dynamics and the entities we have built among us like also really don't exist the way they do anymore so like I guess it is more common now to say like someone would be like yeah why would I go to that person's funeral or yeah I knew they died but like we we wouldn't go to that like I guess it's it is so different in what we have like I guess in our family dynamic where it really is so rare and I guess I I kind of saw that too I definitely think that's it's sad because it's like that's kind of nice but also it's like there's also like a I think a negative element to that too like I said it was like everybody's all up in each other's business but like yeah uh yeah it, it's interesting I, I found out that my grandmother's aunt Zia Coletta she lived till like 101 in Mola like without wow. modern without modern medicine and whatever she lived probably never went to a doctor she like right. it's just like I'm like damn I hope I, I hope I got Nana's genes because she really 98 101 like let yeah. me get there actually let me get there but let me keep my 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 brain. my I told you my grandmother everybody knows this no one was more excited for I've never seen somebody so excited for their own funeral like my grandmother was oh, like yeah let's we talked go. about it. it was like on yep. the last episode yep she was like let's get this show on the road I am ready baby like she, not that she was like excited to leave us but I <laughs> she her time was done and yeah, she when... said she said don't live past 86 that's what she just told yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. about She's like, don't do it, everybody. It's not worth it. Uh, but her, yeah, her mother lived in Mola. Her mother lived to be like 102 or 103. And then her grandmother did too. Like, that's what I mean. Like, we don't really make, people are not made like that 
anymore. Also, I just feel like they're overall, like how they live their life versus how we live our life is just so different, yeah. like all together. But I'll take 86. That sounds I'll take nice. 86 too. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like for her, it was so, and you, you said the thing about the dreams and I was like, well, that's fucking crazy. Cause like, again, is it like an, is it an Italian woman thing? I don't know. Is it like an intuition of some sort, but my grandmother always swore about these like dreams, especially around death or omens or, you know what I mean? Or um, yeah. like kids being born, people being pregnant. She was always so like, she was, she had like the third eye essentially. And right after my grandfather died, she dreamt of him there was a like a train station in mola and she saw him with my cousin louisa and you know she said oh like i'm gonna come with you and he said no like i gotta get off you you stay here and my grandmother kind of always had similar dreams where she would see my grandfather and she would say am i coming with you and he would say no you're not coming with me not this time and she knew or so like kind of the story goes that last Christmas Eve with us, she knew this was going to be her last Christmas Eve. But like similar, you you know how your mom said like, oh, this could be it. But when your grandmothers are in their nineties, and you know, what I mean, like anything could be it. So it's just right. like, is it really? But there was something in kind of like her demeanor that we were like, wow, this. She knows right. something is up, and she had a dream, and she saw my grandfather, and he didn't finally say no, you're not coming with me. He didn't say yes, but he didn't mm. say no. So she she knew. She said figured. Yep. Yeah. And, and usually when someone's about to die, my cousin, again, it's, it's a woman in the family, the Italian woman, Jean, usually has that dream where you see the people dressed up, like all in black or something like that. Like it's right. so, it's so they're weird. Get, they're getting ready to celebrate. Like yes. somebody is coming to join them. I've only yes. had it happen to me once. Uh, and it was on my mom's side of the family, not my dad's. And I'm so mad really? because uh, Michelle clearly has the gene though. And I don't like really she, yes she does and I'm so jealous of her uh in that respect I had it once when my when my mom's brother passed away a couple of years ago um I had a dream where I saw his my grandmother uh mm-hmm. my mom's mom which would have been which would be obviously his his mother as well uh, I had a dream where she was dressed in an emerald green gown and like she looked oh. great and she looked younger than I remember her. I mean, she died when I was three, but I have memories of her. And like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she looked younger than that to the point where I was like, oh, that looks like my mom. And then I would get closer and I realized I was like, that's my grandmother. And I'm like, why is Whoa. she all dressed up? And then yeah. the next morning, my mom called me. She's like, your your uncle passed away. And I was just like, uh, okay. But my wow. sister has like, she has, I think she has like, what, what were we calling it? Like the... The, the third eye the the, the gift yeah. or so yeah to speak, i think my sister has it because she sees them after they die in her dreams and their dreams mm. aren't like like my dreams are like off the rails like we did like ketamine type dreams <laughs> like they don't make no sense if i see someone in the that's deceased in my dream it's it, like it's not like a me it's not like a it's really hard to find like what the dream means because there's like crazy shit hanging out of the ceiling and like you know like the the world does not make sense right right my dream but michelle will have these dreams where so it was like after my nonna had passed she said that she had a dream that we were all four of us my mom my dad myself and her were at our house in brooklyn yeah uh 
and we were cleaning out the house even though yeah. they sold the house a couple years ago and we weren't even there to do that with them so but she's like we were cleaning out the house and she said she saw my nonna standing on the stoop mm-hmm. and she started singing ave maria and my sister was Ooh. like so I, I just started singing with her and then she was like and then she was done and then she just she just left and i was like and she was she how was like, long think, was that after she passed like a couple days wow that's it so was, weird i know i know and i'm like weirdly jealous because i was like nobody comes to see me <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to come fucking say hi no i me and my sister we we do have it too but i so what's so interesting about it though is like you never know you have it until something else then happens right so so my aunt does not that's my um grandmother's uh daughter does not she doesn't dream at all like my aunt is very much like she closes her eyes although she barely sleeps because she's so busy but she she very much sacrificed a lot for my grandmother like she did a lot for her but the night my grandmother died my aunt said she dreamt and I didn't know this like I I still can't believe it happened to her because again she just always thought it was so interesting when we would all talk about these dreams my aunt would always be like oh that's not me not me but the night she died she saw a shooting star she was like I guess she was looking out she saw a shooting star and she heard the words thank you like in Mm -hmm. my grandmother's voice so like she looked up in the sky so she knew it was her letting her know like thank you so much for everything you've done and I always I was just like wow like that knowing like my grandmother and how she was with her dreams I'm like I there's not a doubt in my mind that was my grandmother right but Usually my dreams or my sister's dreams, we do have people come visit us, but I'll have things that often come true, but I won't know it until later. So like two weeks after my grandmother died, she came to me in a dream and it was so weird. It was like, we were kind of like on a zoom call, like we were FaceTiming and in my brain, I'm like, all right, yeah, like you're not here anymore. I guess it's the only way I can talk to you is online. Right. Uh, on video chat but she was holding a baby yes you said this oh this is wild yes she was he was holding a baby and I could totally see his face it was a little boy and I was like oh he's so cute like and she was playing with him bouncing him like she she got him like she was she was like loving on him and I remember being like no no like you know who's who is that and she's like don't worry don't worry don't worry and that was literally like two weeks after she passed and then I my mom I told my mom the next day my mom was like oh you have to call your aunt like she's gonna like love to hear this dream so I call my aunt and my aunt was just like not really phased and I was just like that's weird she was just like oh wow and I'm like you're being weird but okay turns out like two weeks later my cousin texts our group chat and her wife was pregnant with a little boy and that and like literally if you look at his Ugh. his baby's face now like when I see pictures of him I'm like oh my god that was literally the little boy in my dream Ugh. it's so creepy like I knew what Luca was gonna look like before Luca was here and I come to learn that he had whispered right before my grandmother passed that you know his wife was pregnant and with a boy so she did know and that was just oh, us letting her know wild but I, but I didn't obviously I didn't know because that's when my aunt was being weird on the phone because she was like I don't want to say anything because you know it's not right. time right, for us right, right. to say anything but just to even think like but I didn't know it at the time I was just like oh yeah like I saw Nana it was so nice she looked so happy but right she was telling me something else and so it was I've had so many of those dreams like one my after my cousin died like he came to visit that one fucking spooked me out though so bad because I woke up 
and I could like feel that he was still in the room with me. Like, it was like so weird. Like I felt like I wasn't alone in the room with whatever energy when he came to visit me and it wasn't negative energy. He, he said he had messages that he wanted me to like relate to his brothers and sisters who I don't like, don't even really talk to. So you can only imagine how the next day was for me when I'm like, well, I got to tell these people what he told me, but I don't really That's talk to them. So insane. I, yeah. I wish I had that. I don't, I'm, like I said, on occasion, it will, something will come to me, but it's very rare. Actually, I think I get more alarmed when it does happen because I'm like, this doesn't ha I don't like, this doesn't happen to me. It feels you scarier. Know? It feels yeah. scarier. Like what, um, like it has to be real then, or it has to be true. Right. It's very concerning if I'm, because it's just like what you could, was Michelle's brain, like not available to see me. <laughs> <laughs> was she too zoned out or was she dreaming about something else? They were, they just literally bypassed her and they're like, all right, guess we'll go to Cola now. I mean, yeah, I don't even know. I mean, but now most of so my, weird. most of my family now is at uh, Greenwood Cemetery in Brooklyn. This whole episode ended up being about death. So sorry, listeners, if you're not, but let me, this, but that is i know the joke like my dad makes it every time we're at a funeral he'll always be like oh, people are dying to get in there but greenwood is like they really are dying to get the, in there that is the place to be buried bro like that it's, is like the light like, that is like the elite of the places to be buried because my, my grandparents like, are there too it's it's a historic cemetery people don't know this. you could take tours at greenwood cemetery uh I aren't there remember like famous people actually buried there too Yes, there's famous people buried there. There's people from as far back as the Civil War buried there. Uh, wow. And the design of Central Park was based off of Greenwood Cemetery. So Greenwood Cemetery. And it's a, it's that a makes cemetery. so much sense. Yeah, like, that makes so much sense. Um. So, yeah, so most of my family's there now. Um. And we spent a lot of time there as kids because my when my grandfather passed away, my grandmother obviously being the italian wife that she was like black for like 20 yep, something 20, years yep always wore two, black two, every sunday two hours after church at the cemetery before we go home and eat so my dad would be like go basically like go play but like <laughs> don't step on anybody um yeah, yeah. you know but, but he didn't want us to be like afraid because he's like everybody here's dead like there's no reason to be afraid of anything like I, he just figured like we're gonna be here a lot and like there's no reason for us to like he figured it would be better if we didn't like we wouldn't act up as much if like you know yeah. like, let's go my uncle when he was alive he would take us for walks around and it's beautiful like you could no, it is packs, gorgeous like and and it's like the most like perfectly located in terms of like where it is in that part of downtown or around brooklyn it's like it takes so up two beautiful. neighborhoods. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, wait, this is good. You'll love this. I, I apologize, listeners, because I don't know if we talked about this on another episode. So if it's repeat info, bear with me for now. But uh, they renamed the neighborhood next to the cemetery Greenwood Heights so they could sell the apartments for more money. But really, it's, kidding? Just, it's really just Sunset Park into Lefferts Gardens into Park Slope. Uh, but they call it Greenwood Heights now. They built those new condos across from the cemetery. And I'm like, honestly, I, I wouldn't hate living across from the cemetery because it's so beautiful. Like, it is gorgeous. Some people yeah. might think it's creepy, but like, it's 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 honestly very nice. Uh, and... It's always so weird to me, though, that because it's so narrow, the roads, it's like yeah. you have to wait to go in. It's like so. And I, so when we went for my grandmother's funeral, Jeremy thought that was so interesting. He's like, why are we just out here waiting? And I'm like, because there's yeah. probably there's another funeral or there's burial a, occurring right. and you can't really drive on these roads 
in this way to get where you're going especially with all these cars right you have to because the roads are so narrow and also you the don't main, want to drive over anyone the main entrance is like right so like i said it takes up like two three neighborhoods almost that's how big it yep. is so yep. i think the main entrance you when you're in a funeral party you have to go through that and that isn't yep. like at the beginning of park slope but yep. we always yep. used to go on sunday and the entrance was off of fort hamilton parkway so that entrance wow. is only open on the weekends. So that place that, really is so huge. It's wow. huge. Like that, like Fort Hamilton Parkway, and I forget what street it is. It's like right as you pass through Borough Park. Uh, but I forget the cross street. But yeah, and we're most of my family is in that first mausoleum that's closer to the Fort Hamilton side. Mm -hmm. uh, and actually, you know who else I went to go see while I was there? Uh, I went to go see Ray. His Ray. Oh. oh yeah, he's there. He's right upstairs from my uncle. I found out. I found. Wow. So when I went, I always, whenever I go, I always bring Ray a little, little something. Uh, oh. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's crazy. Um, and then, of course, my dad. He's just like he's always when when we and your mother go, we have all the stuff here in the house. Uh, <gasps> I'm like, you don't need to be talking to me about that right now. No, uh, no, but they find every chance they can get. I'm telling you, I, so it's funny because like we're apologizing for this episode being about like death and funerals, but like, okay, listeners, you get one episode about this, try it being your whole fucking entire lives. Yeah, seriously. Family, because every interaction we have, someone's going to talk about death. Someone's going to talk about their funeral, what they want, what their wishes are. Like, I would love to get through one family dinner without my parents reminding me about what they want for when they die well, well i found out that they're they're like we're gonna be buried in jersey what? i'm like what yeah that's what i said i'm like why are you making this difficult for me <laughs> <laughs> why do i have to travel in two states no no seriously the whole family is literally in brooklyn where where basically that is our home and yeah. they're like oh we think it might i don't think they like got anything yet like their their other shit might i think they said is in order but like they didn't but i'm just like why you gotta do that like why like we have the punch card at ievely like we, we we the whole Keep family is is in brooklyn you're gonna really do this whole rigmarole out in jersey like rigmarole in jersey that always reminds so uh, when i worked at the rectory remember when i worked at the rectory in high school yeah. i used to be the person who put the funerals in the book and so the undertakers would call and i loved when the Ievely Undertaker would call because he was just like first off to be an undertaker we can all agree you're gonna have a weird personality you're gonna have some quirks you basically deal with dead sure. bodies for a living right uh but he always had like the weirdest little quirks and like isms about him like I think I've told you this but like when someone like was over like a certain age I think it was like 77 he would always say like oh god bless like after when I was because you have to say like how old and what was their right, date of birth right. and all that stuff and he'd always be like oh 77 god bless like as if he like the person lived like this beautiful life but if they were under a certain age he'd always be like poor bastard every <laughs> like it's like oh 44 poor bastard like every time and i always thought it was so weird but i it was it, this is like kind of fucked up but it'd be like a fun game i'm like oh let's see how old they were am i gonna what response am i gonna get like listen you're working in a rectory it isn't it was the most interesting place in the world but right. you had made things interesting for yourself but anytime the ievely undertaker would call he would do but he was like the nicest guy too so i never i never mind same with even um cusimano and russo they had a good undertaker too at the time but here's what people don't know 
unless you worked in a rectory or in the funeral business, a lot of undertakers aren't necessarily tied to the funeral homes themselves. They could basically like, if if you want someone buried at Ievely, but your family member is an undertaker at a different place, they can basically, if as long as the funeral home is okay with it, they could be the undertaker for you there. That, I think I've heard that before. That's yeah. very interesting. Uh, yeah. And makes sense, I guess. I was, as you were talking about this, I I think we spoke to the undertaker at Ievely when we went there and he was like, anything you need if you, also yeah. tell me why. So we didn't do the typical, the typical Italian thing is to do, by the way, people three days with yeah. uh, a session in the morning and a session in the evening. So you just, yes. you know, draw it out as much as possible. But we yep. did one day. And we didn't break it up. So we were literally there from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. And I was like, why did you do this? Like, you didn't even give us a half time. They're like, where are we going to go? We don't live in the neighborhood anymore. I'm like, whose fault is that? But um, but (laughs) we needed it. Like at one point, uh, Michelle and my mom and Tomas and I went to to Crispy Pizza because I was starving like in the middle of the day um but they were like the undertaker there is like this old italian guy so i'm like in my mind i'm like i wonder if it was act- i wonder if it's the same guy but yeah. um could be you know he was telling my dad he was like anything you need and then he started like getting all racist about like because the the community in the neighborhood is mostly like asian american now and they started oh, acting yeah. racist about how like uh chinese funerals are different uh, because they they have different cultural practices. It's just like yeah. based on whether you know. I'm sure it ha- has to do also whether they're Buddhist or not. Not obviously not everybody's Catholic, so they're like they bring all this food in here and then they're like chanting and blah blah blah. I'm like that's their thing. If your home has a policy <laughs> that like says you can't do whatever, then that's one thing. But like if you don't have anything like that in place, like you're these people let them greet your home like right I was gonna say your one job is to lay people out to help like because when you think about it it's comforting to the parents the person who died it doesn't fucking matter they're not here right so it's really just to comfort the parent your one job like the family your one job is to do that how they choose to grieve at that point or how they choose oh it's insane I was just like you know when you you, the good parts of coming back are like yay and then the bad parts are like oh yes this is like Ah, I I don't want to deal with this on a regular basis um you know I remember now I really did like the best part was obviously being back in Brooklyn for a couple days uh but I stayed up. I said like, oh, I I realized I we just I never finished the story from the beginning of this. <laughs> uh, but I stayed at my sister's apartment for the first weekend that I was there, and I had I brought my work laptop with me because I didn't know how long I was gonna be yeah. in New York. So yeah, uh, so that's the whole reason I ended up going to my parents' house because I was like, oh, my sister doesn't have enough room for me and her fiance and her to like all work in her apartment. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'm just gonna go to Jersey. It's just a little easier. Uh, but that weekend, uh, she actually, her and her fiance had to step out for the weekend. So I kind of had their apartment like to myself. Uh, oh. So I was just like walking around the neighborhood and like also hoping I didn't run into anybody I knew because that's always awkward. Always. But, but I was just like, I was just like, oh, I just like really was enjoying my peace in Brooklyn for a mm-hmm. minute. Mm -hmm. um and it was just really really lovely uh and my just having my fun interactions with the bodega guy again like just you know really great like i i was tweeting about this because i thought it was it's because it's something that bodega guys have always done but 
uh, when you're somebody who looks like me now, which by the way, I guess like being in LA, I've not thought about it for a minute. Like our part of Brooklyn is very like, not like conservative, but like, you know, you don't see very many, like, I'm not saying no. that there's not gay people in our part of Brooklyn, because there definitely is, but like not many that aren't like, I guess, if you want to say gender non-conforming. Um, yeah, or or I would say, honestly, they're not in our part of Brooklyn as they are in other parts of Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. So, you know, walking around uh and especially in bay ridge which is very like just families and like stuff like that i did feel a little bit like i was kind of getting some not like dirty looks but just like looks in general yeah yeah um but i go into the bodega i was going to the bodega every morning to get a bagel and an iced coffee and obviously the bodega guy has been doing what they've been doing for years which is being like what can i get you my friend and i'm like that's the (laughs) way you address somebody without assuming yes i don't i mean i identify as a woman and i use like female pronouns because but even though I choose to present the way I do right. uh but I just thought I was like that's, that's how you fucking do it that's the that's way you, how you do it do you don't it. you don't need to play a guessing game and I guess like I was extra aware of it because I'll tell you the last time I was stayed at my sister's I went to bagel boy and they were like what can I get you sir and I'm like no <laughs> like to be fair like if you don't know just don't guess like just don't just say what's up what can I get you, kind paying customer? Like, say nothing. Or you know what I miss, and you don't, you don't ever fucking get that in any other place. I used to love when we would walk into the bodega, and they'd call my dad boss. Oh, I love that too. You can call me boss I, any day of the week. I used to fucking love that. Like, what can I get you, boss? What's up, boss? Like that to me was just such a fucking great neighborhood like yeah. camaraderie. Ter- like it cause, is because no matter who walked in they'd call you boss right yeah like and that's was, great that's yeah excellent 10 or, out of 10 or customer my service friend, or my friend or right. bud like that was like very common like what can i get you bud like that's an that's an easy e- easy thing to to have to deal like or just say to somebody i the second day i went there i thought he was gonna i thought i had pushed my luck too much because he, he took my card to pay and he's looking at my card for a minute i'm like now he's gonna say something because the name on the card is christina and yep. he, he's he's like looking at the name he goes looking at me looking at the name he's like are you greek and i'm like <laughs> i'm like no i'm not i'm italian he's like oh you look greek <laughs> i'm like great <laughs> great thank you thank you so this case so scenario much. how this interaction went um we, we appreciate that thank you no i love i also said um yesterday nicole was telling me about like this this guy she's been talking to or whatever and he lives in the bronx and she's like why do people she's like does anybody just like willingly live in the bronx and i'm like not honestly not unless they own a bodega or they know like a really good like food truck like a recipe for like to like own a food truck i don't know people that are moving to new york and just like moving to the bronx it's like i don't know what the gentrification level is at in the bronx but my theory is that it's kind of like bay ridge in the sense that it's too far from the city and people won't gentrify it that's what i mean like i'm like i'm like they chose to go live in the bronx like that's 
crazy. Like, like I mean, that's I, not I could, a spot. I, I could be wrong about that. Like, I don't know the last time you went to Bay Ridge, but I feel like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's still some stuff that's gone. Like 86th Street looks really different, but not different yeah. in, not different in a, it's been gentrified way, different in a like, oh, it's really sad to see like the old bakeries that were there gone mm. for like a more of like a, like, you know, like a Panda Express or something like that. that yeah. You know, yeah. it's not, it's not, um you know just for people who don't know 86th street that's so funny because like oh yeah we literally, refer, we literally refer to the street but it's actually like this long ass avenue essentially but we didn't have like the equivalent to like plazas like yeah. shopping plazas that yes. people have so you would literally go to 86th street and and along this it's honestly it's under like a train station it's like an over like the, Yo, the train okay, station overpass wait 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 that wasn't even the 86th street i was talking about that just goes what to are you talking about i was talking about the 86th street in bay ridge oh you're talking like fourth avenue yeah fourth avenue 86th 86th street. oh okay 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 so yes there are a lot for of streets for the clarification 86th and fourth street was also where we would catch buses and trains because that's where a lot of the train stations go but 86th street in bensonhurst had the like the part like the, it's the but it's also the train. same yeah the elevated trains there but that's where we would go for like any stores like to go buy shoes to go buy right. clothes even bakeries and, and like pizza shops that were underneath there but also you would also go to 86 and 4th street also to go shopping too right yeah like that is that's so funny uh, is we, it, yeah, yeah we just called it know. probably like how wherever whoever's listening to this wherever you're from if like yeah like a shopping plaza like that would be like your yeah. place to go but like it's it's interesting we only, because we only like, had like caesar's bay right like that was the yeah, only other one nobody I could think really of. went to caesar's no. bay though like no i mean unless you lived out there like or closer to it but like no, caesar's bay really didn't have what it had like a models and a kmart and then the kmart went out of business and a best buy and um, oh the best buy yeah 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 pizza amor uh that best buy served a lot of joy in my high school years let me tell you that's where i would i got my um uh, did you ever play Dance Dance Revolution, aka DDR, aka the yes. best game ever? Okay. Yeah, but only I... in an arcade. What? Yeah. We Girl. never played at you. Wait, you had this game when we were in high school yes. and we never played yes. it? Yes, I had it on like, okay, first off, I worked my little hiney off. I saved all this money for <laughs> my brothers had the PlayStation and my cousin and I, we got, I felt so cool. We had the wireless pads to play DDR. I was the most fucking fit that summer. I wish I had a Fitbit. My steps would have been <laughs> triple daily what I have now. I would have easily gotten 30,000 steps in every single day. Okay. I was a DDR champ. But so that Best Buy, I went many a times to go experience some joy there. I would buy my friends' DVDs there. Like, remember when that was a big deal to buy? Like, yeah, we used to watch season. it every time we slept over. Like, we'd fall asleep to your friends' DVDs. It's honestly, it's like my security blanket. Yeah, same. that is my. That's what I do. I listen to friends and I fall asleep. I used. I also do that to. Um, I'm doing a little bit more to like Seinfeld, but Parks and Rec used to be my other show to do that too. Now, as I got older, I liked Parks and Rec on its first run, and then I feel like i can't watch anything with chris pratt in it anymore or oh, aziz i'm sorry he's, he's the worst i can't stand aziz i'm sorry is weird too i fucking sus ass energy from that man <laughs> i have no opinions on him did you actually by any chance watch i wanted to know did you watch john mulaney's new i did 
what did you what did you think i think that he did what every successful man in the industry does when they get some clout which is throw their wife away for a famous person yeah i I meant more about the special but yes i agree with that too i've I've just seen it happen recently with like bill Hader did that not that long ago either i mean first of all i'm making like really bold assumptions because i don't know what goes on in these people's personal lives so let's just start there but as far as the special goes i did watch it uh i liked it but i'll my final review of it was is like i liked it better when it was bojack why is that like the energy of that show did you watch bojack no oh bojack is excellent and if you want to see a really good animated show about like addiction and like people being like flawed humans that's an excellent show to watch i know Um, a lot of people who love it so i will have to add i I really want to add that to my list it's one of my favorite shows uh but yeah it's essentially it's all about his recovery which i appreciate and obviously i can i understand that and it was really good um but i don't know i just don't like i mean first of all we put these people up on a pedestal to begin always so like you know people from his first two specials it's obviously a very different tone and people having that whole he's a nice guy thing kind of went out the window when he divorced his wife and suddenly olivia munn was like immediately pregnant like uh that was the timing the math is not mathing as the kids would say correct Um, and or how he he didn't want to have kids and then all of a sudden he had a girl pregnant yes yes yeah yeah so i mean you know he's probably like every other guy like my point uh, i guess from all this is just like he's just like every other guy in hollywood or who's you know got a career that's like you know he's not there it's very rare i don't know i that's i, I don't agree because that's haunt that's why i don't like chris pratt what he did to fucking Anna Ferris. Yeah, he did that, but he's also like in that crazy ass Christian cult fucking oh, yeah. church. That's besides like, that, besides yeah. that, the yeah, well, that Hold fucking on, my cat weird. is crying. I need to open the door. Okay. I just had to let him in. So <laughs> poor baby. I just um, I don't know if I'm gonna leave this in the episode. I might though. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's exactly why I don't I don't really care for for Chris Pratt because of just like that similar like you used to be dad bod exhibit A and then you fucking lost a little bit of weight and immediately don't even acknowledge your former child, which I think is like your first child, which is like really fucked up. But yeah, I can't stand it. But I thought the special itself was really I thought it was an interesting way to take your therapy or healing in moments like right because I I don't know what it's like to be in recovery but I imagine that if this is how I had to spin one of the hardest things of my life yeah into something that can intersect with my career this is a, I felt like it was more of just like him he, like kind of like healing the process for himself like getting the right. message out on his own terms because obviously there was a lot of speculation about what was going on it was during COVID he was the what do they call them like like husband guys yeah. or whatever like he was like key husband guy and then all of a sudden all this is happening people thought he was so sober for so long especially because he was like really good friends with pete davidson and when pete davidson was struggling he was supposed to be like a a killer but even when he's like i had a star studded like like intervention uh, intervention i thought that was like really funny but also like that's fucking creative to be like i have some really important people in my life but i thought it was because he 
he has he has been very public about a lot of those people that he was referencing and how right. he has been sober for them or like as examples for them so it almost is like he had to talk about it in the special because it's like how is your relationship with them now look so I think it was really I, I just felt very healing it didn't feel like a comedy special to me it just felt like here's a message that I get to put out myself and I'm gonna like do with it what you want but he's I mean his his older stuff is always so funny to me but I think he's, I, he's just very like he's an animated like BBC yeah. guy and this wasn't that to me yes I I'll be honest I do prefer his older stuff but I understand you know why this looks the way it does now and that's fine right. you know like you're totally allowed to let your that's the whole point of art right to let your life experiences influence and yep. that will change um, yeah. I will say my favorite part of the special was when he reads his GQ interview at the end. Oh and my you know God, why? So because good. I read that GQ interview when it came out and I remember thinking to myself, I was like, this is weird. <laughs> and this is that fucking was, strange. That was honestly, and I love that he ended with it. And I think that's that was my favorite part of the whole special because the rest of it, honestly, like maybe you'll have to get back to me when you watch BoJack, but it really just felt like a BoJack episode. And I'm like, oh, you're just that guy. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. But do you, speaking of, do you like Pete Davidson? I don't know if we ever talked about this before. Um, I think I have like no, I don't want to like fuck him, but like no, no, you know, no, no, definitely no. I think um, he's but- fine. Like I think he, he's, I, I here's what I imagine. He's probably very nice. I'm sure he's very charming, and he's yeah. tall. So that's there why is, women. Folks. That's, that's that's why women like him. That's I Pete Davidson right there, nice, I charming, was, and tall. I'm not gonna lie. I was at a party out here once, and I don't remember. I even if I remembered who told me this, like, I, uh, I, I wouldn't give their name away. But somebody said that because I, I was joking. I was like, his penis is probably huge, and he's charming and funny. And yep. they were like, it's like average size. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. Inter- interesting take. Thank you so much it, for the it, point. A woman did not tell me that. Apparently, it was a. It, that's not implying other things. That's just being no, like. No. I don't know if you know this, but comedy men love to get naked around each other for no particular reason at all. Oh, um, I believe that. I so. totally fucking believe that. But I was gonna say, if you watched his new show, Bupkis. Oh, I haven't yet, with... but I. It was on my list because it did look. Oh good. my god! It's actually fucking his. Okay, so here's the thing that I can I struggle with sometimes with Pete Davidson and his comedy. I don't I don't do well with cringe comedy. I, I don't am, either. I don't like it. I don't. So I struggle with him. But like this show, especially because you have fucking Edie Falco, you have um the goat. Oh god, the goat of all time. Oh my god, don't say his fucking name, Joe Pesci, and uh. like it is such a fucking weird, but like. I, I I often don't like laugh out loud watching yeah. TV, but but I was hysterical <laughs> in the first episode. Like it is, it's really good stuff. And I, I honestly, Joe Joe Pesci and Edie Falco, my the chef's kiss. Perfect, I'm definitely gonna watch cast. it. I think that's what I'm gonna do. This is how we're gonna wrap this up. I'm gonna watch yeah. Bupkiss. I need you, and I I've said I need you to watch Dairy Girls. Like really need you to watch Dairy Girls. Because right Anna it's yeah it's on Netflix and it's only three seasons that's it I like it when showrunners know when to wrap up their show because it always means that the show is going to be good but it's also sad because the show was so good but honestly 
it is like as soon as we started watching it like I loved it it stressed Janelle out but she's not used to like I I loved it because it was like this is literally the antics from an all-girls Catholic high school like it takes place in a different country in a different decade but, but but it feels like it's probably still relatable but and the, can link but up the group dynamic is like spot on like our shenanigan type level shit so i'm like i and like honestly i could compare some of the characters to people that we, know. we knew so okay. i need you to watch it at least like one or two episodes and because okay. i want to every time i see dairy girl shit come up on my like tiktok feed i always want to send it to you and then i realize <laughs> you haven't seen that it one. Okay, I will watch, I promise you, in the next week, I will watch Dairy Girls, and you have to watch a few episodes of Buffy Kiss and report I'm gonna, back I'm literally going to do it today. I'm off today. This is what we're doing. We're watching Buffy Kiss. And then next, and then next week, we could also talk about, I feel like now this has become like a TV show podcast. Because Pretty honestly, much. this is, this is like so much of like the shit that like we care about, Um, but we will have to do obviously we're going to do some some ted lasso oh and i i have to update the people's season two sex in the city i'm not going to oh, talk yeah. about it right now but it's so fucking good i'm so oh, glad yeah. i i watched it i will report back on a different day but i'm telling you if you were worried season one still disgusting still trash season two <laughs> feels a lot more like our sex in the city i okay. haven't gotten to the part with kim patrol yet but i will keep you all posted all right that's what, good that's stuff. what we're doing. We did have, we will have structure. I know we said that last time, but there was extenuating circumstances. So hence this episode was all about death, but we ended, <laughs> we but ended also, with the segue talk- into what will be more of structured stuff for next time. Correct. But also at the same time, we are two Italians from New York. This was our whole fucking life. Oh. We got to talk about death every again. If we have to fucking deal with it every single fucking time we interact with our families, you all have to deal it, deal with it. And because I am moving in with my family, you can fucking be sure as shit that there's going to be more talks about it at some point. I, I think podcast. we should call it. I'm going to name this episode "Death Cha Cha Cha." I love it. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Well, I think that is it. All right. Well, I'm Anna. I'm Cola. We are two broads from Brooklyn. Thank you so much for listening.